When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. You guys ready to go? Yeah. All right. Well, welcome back to Draft Vice. Uh, we're here. I'm wearing headphones because we're supposed to be a live show. It did not happen. But uh, we've got we got a panel of guests on today. I'm going to introduce your your lovely panel of uh, beautiful callers. Uh, on your top left is uh, Andrew Rich. Uh, most of these guys are stand-up comedians, so is he. Uh, I, is your son joining in for the, the fun draft? Or? I believe he's on standby, ready to go, yeah. All right. Uh, so he'll be joined by his son, Kobe, cause, uh, and he's probably going to do better than the rest of them. Uh, to his right is Harry Van S. right? You probably hey remember there, him from this show. Uh, you can follow him at Harry Van Ness, uh, and below him is uh, also Shane McMurdo. Uh, and you can follow him at T-H-E-E underscore Shane underscore M-C-M. And to his left is uh, local pedophile Austin Gallo. <laughs> and you can follow him on the Sex Offender Registry website. And uh, this year... this. Uh, we're bringing back today uh, an old segment, a segment that uh, was one that we've done quite a few times, and it's uh, the fun draft. We're going to do that, and today we are drafting uh, actors who you would use in a bank heist, right? So if you don't know how a draft works, you should if you're watching this because it's literally in the name of the show, but uh, they're going to go in order. They're going to go five rounds. They're going to draft actors, right, people who are in movies who don't do anything else. And uh, we're gonna go with uh, we're we're gonna pick the order this way. I'm gonna go to each one. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a number one through ten in my head. You have to tell me what it smells like. Andrew Rich, go. Three. That's not the right answer, but go ahead, uh, Harry. Two. Austin Gallo. Six. And Shane. Fucking Austin took my number. I was gonna give Baker Mason number, so I'll go. I told you guys you had to tell me what it smells like, but okay, all you guys picked real numbers. I haven't picked what numbers. does that mean? I'm going to say that it smells like Anthony Quinn's bare feet on stage. Well, since Shane picked the only actual smell, granted he was the only one I corrected by that time, uh, Shane will get to go first. We'll go uh, Shane, Austin, Harry, then Rich. Uh, and are, is your son doing this separately? Because then Kobe can go after Shane. No, Kobe's not going to do this draft. He'll join me on the uh, – if you guys are doing the regular football stuff after, he'll swap out for me. All right, perfect. Uh, he just thought it was too dorky to go ahead and do that and do the, the, the football stuff. He'll stick with the football hey, stuff right now. Whoa, real quick. Yes, real what's quick. up, Shane? Are we going to do NFL-style draft or are we going to do a snake draft? That's a good question, Shane. It's a good question. Uh, how about this? We will flip a coin. If it is heads, we will do snake. Tails, we will do uh, – we will do NFL NFL style draft. I think it's actually say uh, better to do the NFL style draft, but we'll yeah, do... NFL style. Okay. It is okay. tails. I don't know which one that was. That sounds like the NFL style draft, though. Yeah. Um. All right. So Shane, you get to go first. You are number one on the clock. Who is your actor? You are gonna take on a heist with you to go ahead and rob a bank. Your first one. Adam Driver. Dude, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. That probably is a top three pick. Top, number one pick he's, right now. All he's right. Tall, he's skinny. He's an army vet. He knows how to use weapons. He knows how to do first aid. He knows how to exercise a chain of command, meaning he knows who to take orders from and who to give orders to. And he also knows how to carry out a mission. And he's going to be like very attentive to detail. Me being in the military, him being a military vet, good communication. He knows how key that is. Number one pick. I think that was a solid number one pick. That is a good pick. Good reasoning, too. Uh, Austin, you are now next on the clock, beginning right, now. I'm going to take uh, Marky Mark. Marky Mark Wahlberg. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, well, for the sole reason of, you know, before he was an actor, he was on those streets. He knows what's up. Ah, all right. So you're going, listen, I'm going to hire thugs to do my shit for me. I don't know. We need some muscle, you know. I bet those are for more than just show. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, Harry, you're next on the clock with your first pick in the uh, the 2020 Actors Stealing Shit Draft. You get to hey, go let's with. Let's not forget, right. real quick. I don't mean to interrupt, but Mark Wahlberg does have experience stealing too, because before he got famous, he got arrested for like robbing that old lady. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he also like uh, get arrested for like beating the fuck out of somebody? Yeah, the guy's blind now because of him. Huh. Yeah, and Hell also yeah. dropping some heat on uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Ra yeah. Racist guy from Boston is kind of who I expected Harry to pick, but go ahead, Harry. 
all right, I'm going to get somebody with range and like somebody who's like a master of disguise. So that's why my first round pick, Johnny Sins. Do you want to you know? expand on that? All right, that's <laughs> expand. No, he's a uh, he, he he's the he's the bald guy you see in like every porn and stuff and like he see like I mean he's been a pizza guy, a cop, a firefighter, a plumber, the guy who always hangs out with my wife. Um, like you, you know, and the is like he could dress up like a security guard, maybe help infiltrate it. So yeah, I'm going Johnny Sins. This is what happens, folks. I did not say they couldn't be a porn actor. Here we go. Harry. Harry's thinking outside the box out here, Wait, everybody. He's a porn actor? <laughs> no, I'm thinking outside the box. <laughs> All right, Andrew Rich, it's your turn. You are on the clock with the fourth pick in the actor's draft. All right, so I don't really believe in going for value. Uh, like, you know, I'm sure I can get this uh, actor in later rounds, probably would go undrafted. Uh, but I'm going with Jonathan Banks, who plays Mike Ehrmantraub on Breaking Bad. Uh, just watching that guy, I figure he can handle any situation. Uh, you know, I know it's mainly his character on the show, but I got to figure he picked up a few things. And uh, if I'm in, if I'm in a jam, I want that guy having my back. Wow, this round has gone quick, and I, I like all the the reasonings for the first time. But uh, so, what are the roles of these guys? What are you guys, you guys, you just picked four people. Are they the driver? Are they? Uh, are we? We're going to get more later on from you guys. You're going to start expanding I, on some of these roles. I have a position for every guy. Um, like Adam Driver is going to be my second in command. Like, of course, I'm going to be the like the lead guy. Him and I are just going to be the tacticians, like going in and out. Like, he's going to know his role and where to go, everything like that. And then people that come later will come later. All right, all right. We'll let everybody go ahead and pitch their team at the end. How about that? So, all right, all right. Shane, you're back on the clock. It's now your second pick. You found your second in command. Now you got to go ahead and find your next guy to help you rob a bank. Or a woman. Could be a woman. Could be an animal. Keanu Reeves. Ooh. Keanu Reeves. He went Reeves. to tactical training course. And he's quiet. He doesn't have much to say. He doesn't care. He's all about getting the job done. All right. Can't take all the black hair, sexy men, Shane. Jesus fuck. Oh, I got more sexy men coming, dude. My fucking. It's a bank. My, uh, my ice team might have a suck, uh, a sub motive to it, but whatever. Okay. Okay. It's a bank uh, uh, we... done by women. That's all it is. It's an all woman bank. That's his plan. Go after all the women. Can we take uh, actors who are dead, or are they still gonna be alive? Gotta be alive. Otherwise, I mean, you can pick a dead actor, but the problem is you got to use the dead corpse. It seems like a liability at that point. All right, um, I'm yeah. taking. I'm taking Paul uh, Walker. So I can, I'm just. I, Paul I have a Walker feeling I'm gonna. Go I have there. a feeling I'm gonna piss piss Shane off on this one, but uh, Johnny Bernthal. John Bernthal, oh, the Punisher. Pick. No, because that's a good one. He also <laughs> has some experience because Baby Driver. Mm. Yeah. But also, no, the dude's just a fucking badass. He can, yeah. Yeah, that's a steal in the uh, second round already. Good, good pick, Austin. Thank you. All right, all right. We are we're now into the the weeds, right? Yeah, two probably already like six first round picks have gone off the board in the the first round and a half, right? So what? Uh, so is Harry? Like, what's your uh, next pick? You're you're now okay. at this crux position. All right, I'm gonna pick somebody you know who uh, is like who may be able to take out the guards, maybe concoct something to uh, to to make them un unconscious, and also. <laughs> And also somebody you wouldn't expect to, you know, to commit a crime. So catch people off guard, you know. So I'm going to pick America's dead, Bill Cosby. I knew you were Aha. Uh -huh. See, Harry's yeah. thinking third dimensionally or fourth dimensionally. He's, uh, he's our, uh, our, uh, again, you've got a, a porn star and uh, a rapist involved on this who's, uh, this is a good move. Uh, this is this is a very, uh, very Rigid. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm afraid of your team, Harry. I'm afraid of your team. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Rich, you are now on the clock. You're uh, second pick. All right, my second pick is going to be um, Gerard Butler. Uh, got a good combination of intelligence as well as ass-kicking skills from all of the, uh, you know, the Olympus Has Fallen movies. Uh, I, I did read that he's a, I don't know, some type of scholar very well educated and he's just I, that movie law-abiding citizen i figure he picked up some uh some skills from that one as well so gerard butler 
You have no problem with all his abs being CGI, though, right? I'm okay with it. All right. If uh, if Harry's going to take uh, Bill Cosby, I think I could deal with Gerard Butler. All right, all right, all right, all right. So now we are now into the third round. I don't know why I said that. That, sound, that was more of a uh, another guy who hasn't gone yet in this draft. But anyway, Shane, what's your third pick, Shane? Jimmy Fallon. Hmm. He has a degree in computer science and engineering. Shane has thought this one through. He's done his research. Uh, Austin, who is your uh, third pick? Well, you uh, hinted at him before, but Matthew McConaughey. You know, he's got that, you know, more so than he's, – he's got a commitment to him. He's got a commitment to him. If he, if he can commit the way he does, I think he can commit all the way to a heist. You know, I, I think he's got the brains as well as the brawn on that one. Uh-huh. Austin's going for brains and brawn and beauty and the all right, all right, all right, all right. So now, Harry, again, third round pick is a rough pick, everybody. This is uh this this is where teams are made, this is where teams are lost, this is where championships are won. Harry, who is your third round pick in the bank heist draft? Well, I know we're gonna need a fall guy in case you know case stuff goes south. So I'm gonna, we're gonna need somebody who we know won't squeal. So I think I'm going to go my third-round pick. I'm going to choose this guy. He's tough as nails. So I'm picking the guy who played Beans on Even Stevens. I don't even know what that guy looks like now. Yo, he looks like he's got major downs. <laughs> exactly. Would you expect to see him rob a bank? No. I was almost 50% sure Austin was the kid from Even Stevens when I met him. <laughs> Same, bro. I found him on Facebook, and he's like, He's like in his underwear, like with like some lady's got a leash around them. That's I'm not even joking about that. Huh. All right, Rich, your turn. It is now the third round. Uh, you get to end this round. You can set the tone for the rest of the draft. Who are you picking? All right, well, I'm going to take the first female off the board, and I am going to go with Ronda Rousey. Uh, acting credits and Entourage, and I think a couple of other movies. She can uh, fool you, you know, with her charm and her femininity, if that's a word, and then, uh, you know, but, but get you with her toughness. So, Ronda Rousey. That was an outside-the-box pick. I like that pick. She is tough. She is, uh, she is Ronda Rousey. Dude, she was, like, on every poster for years, and I guess you're right. She does have an acting credit, so we, we have not been vetting these people at all. Um, <laughs> all right, Shane. Fourth round, you get two more players or two more players to your team. Who do you want? Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy. He's okay. a professional race car driver and he's finished second multiple times. That's my driver. Nice. All right, Gal, what's your what's your uh, turn? What are you gonna do All here? Right. I'm taking I'm taking that. Um, I admittedly don't know his name, but I'm taking that fat black actor from Breaking Bad because we're going to need a shield. All right. We're going to need someone who can take a lot of bullets. And, you know, Lavelle we're... Crawford, I think is, his name is Lavelle Crawford, I think. Lavelle Crawford. Yeah. So, yeah. Lavelle Huel. Huel on the show. But, yeah. Yeah. My, my nigga Huel. Blasphemy. For, to be a stand-up comedian and Edit that out. Edit that out. All right, Harry, it's your time. All right. Who's your fourth? Okay. All right, since Andrew's taking a pro athlete with acting credits, I'm gonna, I'm also going to pick one. We need somebody who's not going to leave fingerprints, somebody who knows how to wear gloves. So I'm picking the juice, OJ. Hell yeah. Not He was in the Naked Gun. That counts? Yes. I, oh, yeah, a lot of acting credits. This is this is what happens when you open up the door to, to – to alternatives in the atmosphere, right? Now all of a sudden, we, we went we went from Ronda Ronda Rousey to O.J. Simpson. There we go. As long as you, if you open the door for O.J. Simpson to come in, Harry will let him in. That is that is the rule for Harry Van Ness. That's like yeah. that's like saying I'm picking Paul Walker so I can throw his ashes in the guard's eye. Like whoa! <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rich, you're gonna close out round four. I'm betting it's a good one. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with um, Clive Owen. Um, seeing that uh, the movie, what was the Spike Lee movie called? Inside Man. Uh, he, he really pulled off the bank robber role perfectly. Uh, I believed him in that role, and I uh, think he would do a good job on my bank heist team. 
Clive Owen and Gerard Butler on your team, you are just wooing all the women in their 30s and 40s and 50s, aren't you? Yeah, that's, that's, that's part of it. That's part of the deal. All right, all right. So now you guys, we're now into the fifth round of the draft. Uh, Shane, this is uh, you can lock this up or uh, you can lock it up. Go ahead. Fire off your fifth pick. Frank Caliendo. <laughs> you know, I like this. That's a good pick. Good He's going to be the only person that can speak when we're inside the bank or if we have to get on communications. Because when time comes, if we're in jail or if we're in on court, nobody's going to be able to identify us because he can do so many different voices and accents that they like they'll be like, no, that doesn't sound like him. I got robbed by Rodney Dangerfield and Jack Nicholson. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Can we, just, can we just award the draft uh, to Shane at this point? Because he, he really smoked us all, I think. He's done this before, so he came prepped. He, he's like, what? I already know. I'm coming in ahead of time? All right, I'm going to go ahead and destroy. And he, he's doing very well with it. Austin, it's your time to shine, man. It's uh, the fifth round. This is where, you know, sometimes the sleeper picks come up and you go, holy shit. Bring out the holy shit moment. Or just shit. It's either way. Go, Austin Gallo. Danny DeVito. I need I need someone who can, you know, get low and you know slide easily. You know, we lube that motherfucker up and yeah, get him I, through the vents. I can't wait to hear your plan for breaking into a bank. But uh, oh, all yeah. right, Harry, it is your turn. Who is your last pick in the uh, the bank heist draft with all actors? My pick. This guy, he only has like really one acting credit. You know, he was in one of the Home Alone movies, but. I'm going President Donald Trump. So in case we get caught, he can just pardon everybody. Oh, that's a good call. Harry has the sleeper draft here, because he he just went he went for like murderer, rapist, porn star, porn star, and all that's just with Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rich, you get to close out the draft, buddy. Who who is your fifth round pick? Did I lose you? Is we dead? Did we die? The only... I didn't. The only... Hello? Did yeah, we yeah. die? Oh, Rich, who was your fifth round pick? Uh, my fifth round pick staying staying within the movie Inside Man. I'm gonna go on the other side of the equation and take Willem Dafoe. Uh, Willem Dafoe, you know, has had a long career. Always been. Uh, an ass kicker. Uh, earliest days remembering him is from Platoon, where he played the character Elias, who was just, uh, you know, he, he was tremendous at war. And uh, I just, he's been cool in every uh, movie he's been in. So I'm going to go Willem Dafoe. I, you know what? You, you picked a bunch of uh, very attractive actors up to this point. So you added in Willem Dafoe, whose face can probably, yeah, not saying he's not attractive, but I'm just saying. Yeah, that's a face that they probably modeled the Gremlins after. Uh, if you want to freak some people out, you switch out Gerard Butler, Willem Dafoe. I, I I think this is a good move though. Um, all right, you guys, you guys have picked your five crew members. Now it is up to you to tell us how you're gonna break into these banks. How are you gonna steal the? You know, how are you doing? What is what? What are the five guys' jobs, if you will? Shane, you are on the clock. Go ahead, give us the conclusion. Give us your thesis statement to your draft. Okay, so me. Keanu, Adam Driver, and Frank Caliendo are going to go into this, this bank. Caliendo has a bomb strapped to his chest because I don't trust him with a gun and I don't think he's in that great of shape. Me, <laughs> Keanu, and Adam Driver, we're all in shape. We all have weapons experience and military experience, minus Keanu Reeves. We're going to know our places. We're going to know our roles. Caliendo's going to do all the talking, all in different voices and accents. We're going to get the money. We're going to get out. We're going to get in the car with Patrick Dempsey, who, who is a professional race car driver, and he's going to get us the fuck out of there in his Porsche. Man, dude, Shane is the man with the plan. Uh, Gallo, you got to follow that up, dude. You got to find a way to, to beat Shane. Do it or not. We're on the roof. We unscrew the vents. We're going to get Danny DeVito in there, lube that motherfucker up in a wetsuit, we're just drop him right down. McConaughey, Bernthal, they got the most intensity on the team. 
They're going in the front. They're locking it down. Bernthal's screaming. He's scaring everybody in there. McConaughey knows how to talk to the teller. He's getting the money, all right? But silent alarm is tripped. We get Danny DeVito in there. We taught him how to unscrew the bolts with his feet. He slides in the back, and he's getting the money from the vault if they fail out front, okay? So Marky Mark's outside. He's got the van. And pretty much, uh, Bernthal's got to kill someone. He's got to do what he has to do, uh, put the fear in him. But yeah, and uh, so we're pretty much hitting him from two sides. And then Danny DeVito, all right, he's going to go back at the vent. He's going to slide into the sewer, and he loves being near trash. So yeah, we're essentially got double heist there. All right, all right. Harry, time for you to pitch your team. Your your very scary, very very scary team of uh, heist people. Okay, here here's what we're what we're gonna do. Okay, we're gonna gonna go in. You know, it's me, Cosby, and Johnny Sins. Cosby will be like, who's the cool? You know, offer offer the guards a few drinks. Right, they'll pass out. You know, and you know, John, him and is like Johnny Sins will take their uniform. You know, and and they'll do whatever they play for them. But so anyway, Johnny Sin's got the uniform because he's a master of disguise. He'll let, it's like he'll let uh, OJ and Beans in, right? So, you know, they'll go into the vault. Like, you know, Beans seems like he's kind of small and quick. you get the money. But OJ's got the gloves on. So, like, so no fingerprints. So OJ will wear the gloves, open. Oh, he's actually on my TV right now. I'm watching the thing on the app. Oh, no. Speak of the devil. But so anyway, yeah, OJ will crack the safe, you know, he'll get, he'll get the money. And if, you know, if somebody needs to die, OJ won't do it because he's never killed anybody but Beans. I have a feeling Beans has killed a guy before. So what, we'll do what we have to do and we'll get the money out. And if, uh, you know, and if we get caught, we'll just get pardoned and nothing happens. So, yeah. And that was Harry, the creepiest team in the bank robbing books as far as this draft goes. All right, Andrew Rich. Your team's on the clock. You have to explain how your five guys are breaking into the bank, and now is your time. Yeah, I think I have a crew that can attack with uh, sophistication and uh, class and smarts, and basically we're going to come in in a uh, you know well-dressed. We're going to perhaps pose as uh, upper management for the bank, and we're just going to ask the tellers, kind of convince them, maybe a little bit of a con man's, game and just approach it that way and they're going to hand us the money and we're going to walk right out that front door all right that is a plan that is that sounds like a plan you guys have oh, all provided I, I'm sorry i also forgot um yeah so lavelle he's just going to be like the shield like he we're expecting to leave him behind essentially but he knows what he's getting into going in gotcha anyway you guys we have uh We've come to the conclusion of uh, the, the bank heist draft. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to post this up online as a poll. right? We're going to have multiple sources. Whoever wins the most gets nothing. But whoever loses also gets nothing. So uh, thank you for uh, tuning in for the, the fun draft. We'll do another one sometime soon. This was a good time to have it back on as a segment. Uh, what we'll do is uh, before we jump to the NFC North, Let's draft three candies that you are going to go to the movies. and East, sorry. I don't know why I said north. Um, before we do that, I'm going to do it. We'll do a quick round, fire round, right? And uh, three movie candies, drafting them now. And uh, since it sounds like Shane won the last time, he will get to go second. Uh, Rich, you get to go first. Harry, you go third. And Gallo, you get to go last. And go, Andrew Rich. No question, I am going uh, first pick of the 2020 Walter Depth Touch Candy Draft. I am going with Mike and Ike. All right, all right. Can't, can't go wrong. Shane, you're next up on the list. So weird. Uh, in the same thing, but I'm going hot tamales. Hot tamales and Mike and Ike. Uh, you guys, very similar picks back-to-back. Uh, -back. Sounds like there's going to be a run on these kind of candies. Uh, Harry, your turn, man. Go on. Go I'm going goobers. 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 I like it. Goobers. The Goomba. All right, Austin, your goobers. turn. Go for it. You can win this Taking, one. Uh, I believe in Reese's you. Reese's Pieces, yeah. Reese's Pieces. Ooh. Uh, not the better Reese's, unfortunately. All right. Oof. Rich, your turn. 
Uh, I gotta go with Swedish fish, not the assorted colors, just the all red Swedish fish as oh, my yeah, number two. Assorted ones fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, your turn, man. Uh, cookie dough bite. Oh. That's all right. It's, uh, what was that? He's, that he, one? he's mixing it up here. Uh, cookie, cookie dough. dough. Harry, 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 your turn, man. I'm going cinnamon bears. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> cinnamon bears oh. by Harry Van Ness. It actually is the name of his uh, his punk rock band. And and Gallo, second round pick. Go. Is it, um, is it, uh, pop? Not, not red vines, because red vines suck ass. Uh, the, the, what is it? The straw, like, the cherry, like, straws that, like, uh, pull apart has, like, the white center in it. Oh, you're talking about the, um, the sweet tart ropes is what they're yeah, called. Yeah, sweet tart ropes. That's what it's they used to be called kazoozles, I think. Yeah, yeah. When I worked at the movie theater, they uh they got rid of those fucking red vines, and I'll never know why. They let you work at a movie theater? <laughs> this all was right. before like I started to you know kill dead squirrels. Oh, all right, uh, Rich, go ahead, finish off this draft for yourself, man. All right, I think similar texture but different flavor to what Austin just went with. I'm going with the watermelon pull and peel Twizzlers. Watermelon pull and peel Twizzlers. Shane, you're up on the clock, buddy. Sour Patch Kids. Ooh. Shock that one fell. Uh, Harry, your yeah, turn, buddy. Um, uh, fruit Roll-Ups. Fruit Roll-Ups? That's a terrible pick. I'm not even quite sure. That's a candy. I guess yeah, technically like... it, is a, it is a candy. Yeah, it's a, it's a fruit snack. Do they sell snack. those at movie theaters? I'm sure they do. Like, they got to have Fruit Roll-Ups. No, I don't think so. What the fuck? How do they not have Fruit Roll-Ups? All right, Gallo, seal the deal on this one. Uh, bunch of Nestle Bunch of Crunch. Nestle Bunch of Crunch. Wow, uh, you had the closest one to what I would have picked as far as all of them. But uh, all right, there we go. That was the candy draft, everybody. Uh, thank you for participating again. Another uh, another round where you get nothing for winning, nothing for losing. Uh, now we're gonna move on to the NFC East. Uh, all right, you guys have a great night. Thank, thank you for tuning in, uh, Mr. Gallo. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm going to bell as well, but I hear Kobe's going to be joining in, all right? All right. I Sounds guess. like Andrew's uh, tagging out, and all we're going to be getting a new a tag team member. <laughs> all right, guys. Good night. Have a good one. Take care, Andrew. All right. So we're here. We are talking about the NFC. Uh, oh, we got somebody popping in. It's... Oh, he's... I think uh, he's going to get Kobe. So we're talking about the NFC East, right? The the Giants, the Eagles, the the Cowboys, and uh, who am I thinking of? Oh, the uh, Redskins. Redskins, yes. The okay. The R-words. The R-words. So, yes, we got those three teams. They had a very interesting draft. We're going to be looking a little bit into their draft class. We're going to just talk a little bit about what we thought about their draft classes, uh, what we think that means to their future, who's going to win this division, who's going to lose it, who's done nothing to go ahead and uh, make themselves a better team. And uh, so, Harry, uh, you go first. Uh, what, what's your what were your thoughts on this? Uh, first off, on this division as a whole. I, I thought it was overall, I think it was a very strong strong like draft for the nfc east obviously everybody's been talking about the cowboys they were able to get cd lamb they were it's like nobody it's like nobody was really thinking they'd get a receiver but you know he was he was there for the taking and like i said like i said before it was just i think a good like a one of the things people don't think about is that that pick also hurts the eagles because everybody's talking about how the eagles need to take a receiver so now dak's got more weapons to him and, you know, they were able to get Trayvon Diggs, a, a potential first-round pick in the second round, so that's good by them. I think a team in this division nobody's talking about who also had a really good draft were the Giants. They were able to snag the best tackle off the board. No. And they were, okay, well, they were able to get a one of. We'll go one of. One of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, they were, and they were able to get another, like, potential first-round pick, Xavier McKinney, and they were able to snag him in the second round and now they got a really good safety, you know, Redskins, you know, Hey, they were able to get the best player in the draft with chase young. So you real, so that's, that's all right. And a lot of people have been talking about 
the Eagles. They've had, you know, their draft is a little bit disappointing. You know, they they didn't get the receiver they wanted. They weren't weren't able to get C.D. Lamb, and you know, a lot of people people were a little were a little you know, they, let's just say a lot of people weren't a fan of drafting Jalen Hurts. You know, I, I actually didn't hate that pick, but I could see why you would. It's understandable. So uh, we're welcome on uh, the, the the podcast. He's got, he's been on a couple of episodes now. Uh, welcome on uh, Kobe Rich, uh, local Eagles fan, and uh, we are talking about the NFC East. Uh, we just got done with our uh, the fun draft. Uh, Shane, what was your thoughts on the NFC East uh, draft so far? Uh, you know, what what do you think of the the Giants, the Eagles, the Redskins as a whole? And we'll go into like who eventually what we think about this division in the long run, and we'll go into a little bit of each team. But what was your general thoughts on uh, the NFC East? Well, Harry hit on all the important stuff. The Cowboys, obviously, not only getting really good picks, but really good picks at where they got them with, you know. Um, Lamb and Diggs, and, and uh, I was also a very big fan of the Neville Gallimore and Bradley and I picks. And the, the whole uh, – every hater was always saying, like, oh, well, like, what good is CeeDee Lamb going to be if Dak Prescott doesn't sign his, you know, uh, franchise tag? Well, now they have Andy Dalton. So, he's a great – Andy Dalton, man. He's a competent starter with that offense. I would trust those weapons with him. Um the Eagles, uh, I'm not a fan of the rigor pick, as you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is I'm not a GM. And I'm not a head coach at the NFL level. And if they wanted Justin Jefferson that bad, they could have drafted him. But they chose rigor instead. Who's a fast guy? Uh, I'm not a fan of his outrunning and his, his ability in press coverage. But that's neither here nor there. The Jalen Hurts pick, I, don't, I didn't hate it. Because I think Jalen Hurts has the potential to be a very good I just didn't understand it because it doesn't fit their team need. But I still I still like the Eagles draft. And if there's a front office that I trust, um, they're definitely in the top five for me. That's why a lot of their executives keep getting hired. Uh, the Washington Redskins, for once, I think Ron Rivera was a much-needed presence for that team. And, yeah, uh, they got Chase Young, who I'm a huge fan of. And they already have Montez Sweat and Ryan Kerrigan and – a decent play at the back end, and uh, I just I was like I was a decent fan of the NFC East. I wasn't a huge fan. Mm-hmm. I think most teams did very well. You know, the Eagles, I was kind of disappointed in, but I still think they got some things that they're going to be able to use. Uh, the Giants, like um, Harry said, they got the best offensive tackle. I don't agree, but they definitely got a top three one. And uh, McKinney was a huge pickup for them, and. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. Uh, I think the Cowboys definitely did the best out of all of them, but I think the Redskins, if you know, depending on the offense, of course. But I think that's a team that can take a, a big rise. But I, I think all the teams really did improve, which is what the draft is for. I agree. Um, I actually thought the, some of the offensive line picks later on by the Giants as well were uh, pretty good. Shane Lemieux, Matt Pert, guys who can kind of develop a little bit. And as guys age out, like Zeitler and uh, Nate Solder, so I thought those were decent picks. Uh, what, they, what was the name of the guy they got from UConn? Oh, Matt Pert. Yeah, the, the offensive yeah. tackle. So I thought those picks were good. Uh, Kobe, what, what were some of your thoughts on uh, the NFC East draft classes for all four teams? If you have anything you want to contribute or uh, any like additional thoughts. I think you guys kind of nailed it. I mean, the Cowboys by far are the best draft, but every team got better. Uh, I think the Eagles, from my own personal fandom here, yes, I would have rather they taken a different receiver, but if, if they had, they would have had the trade-up. I'm happy with the pick they got when they stayed. Um, I think they bolstered the offensive line later on in the linebacking core. And as for the Redskins and the Giants, they had nowhere to go but up, and I think they did that. So, so what was your least favorite pick? of each of these teams' draft classes. And we'll start with Kobe, actually, and we'll go backwards. Least favorite pick. Uh, I could go the easy route and say Hurts, but I've said that too many times already. So I'm going to go uh, Ben DiNucci, that last, that last pick of the Cowboys. I don't think it's necessary. I know it's not I – don't, I, don't I don't think you need to criticize a seventh-round pick, but I think all around the NFC East had a pretty good draft, so I'm just going to nitpick. Uh, especially now that you've signed Danny Dalton, you don't need another quarterback, and Dak is, like it or not, your franchise quarterback. 
I yeah. know it's there's no reason to really pick on a seventh rounder, but all around, I don't have much to complain about. Shane, what was what was one of your least favorite picks in the NFC East uh, drafts? Uh, mine was Jalen Rigger. I don't. Think, oh. I don't. Yeah, I didn't give him first round value. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of his. I'm a fan of his speed, of mm-hmm. course, which is something that the Eagles' receiving core was lacking. But uh, I didn't give him first round value, and I definitely didn't give him. What did they pick? Twenty second? Was that their first round pick? Twenty first. 21st, yeah, I definitely didn't give him that high of value. He's not good at 50-50 situations. He gives up on routes sometimes, especially when the the route design isn't him as the primary target. He doesn't give full effort. Uh, he's very bad in press coverage. Um, and uh, well, he didn't really <laughs> experience a lot of press coverage either, though. Being you know going coming from TCU, Baylor and Tech both play press. But that's what I'm saying. So maybe you get like two games, and I I didn't think he was bad in in his you know experience with it. I honestly thought you know people were talking about you know you mentioned Justin Jefferson before. I thought Justin Jefferson was way worse in press coverage. He ran almost entirely out of the slot his second you know in the the last year. And when he was so on the outside, I always, I always kind of defended them not taking Jefferson because Jefferson's a slot receiver, which isn't really what they needed. Yeah. But if you're really wanting a receiver that bad. Um, since Lamb, Ruggs, and Judy were all off the board, I really don't see a receiver worth that value at, mm-hmm. at 21st except Jefferson, but he didn't fit their need. And I, I think there's much more pressing concerns on that team that they could have taken. They could have taken a safety. They could have taken a corner. There was a lot of good ones still available. They could have even taken um, Chiesong or, 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 or uh, one of the linebackers to help fill that need. Well, I don't think no. Chase Son wasn't on the Chase board. Chase was he, gone. Yeah, yeah he, Jags right took him. But um, they, they they still have much more needs, and I'm just I'm not I'm not a fan of Rager. And I've I've if he does well, yeah, I'll, I'll eat my crow with that because I don't wish bad on any of these players, man. That's a horrible thing to do. Just from a scout's eye, I, I didn't like. He he he'll be a good number two. Receiver, but he's not a number – I don't think he'll ever truly be a number one receiver, which, you know, maybe in Philadelphia they don't really need based off of how their offense works. But um, just at the value they got him at, I was not a fan. I, I understand that take. Uh, I think the one thing I think they liked about him was the run-after catchability, which is another thing like you know, if you notice, like uh, San Francisco got that with Brandon Ayuk. That's like kind of his best skill – I felt like that was what the the Eagles felt like with Jalen Rager is that they liked his raptor catch and is also his downfield speed. Um, Harry, what was like one of you, what was your least favorite pick of all four of these drafts? Like I gotta go honestly, I gotta go with Shane's. Uh, I have Jalen Rager. I know like I know they were probably hoping to get like a Lamb, Judy, or Rugs, but there are guys who went later. It's like who went on later in the draft who are just better than Maryland Jalen Rager. So yeah, I'm just really don't have too much to add add to what Shane said so that's where I'm going with I'm gonna right. jump to the I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump to the defense of my Eagles here uh I think that while some of what was said about Rager is accurate yeah he might give up on some routes I don't I do disagree about the 50-50 balls he is short but he has incredible leaping ability and if you look at some of his film he does win a lot of them and the yeah, run catch is definitely his strength like not, I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off go ahead bro no, 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 you go. I'm done. Um, so since I'm about to be a scout for a college team, so like it's it's a very much analytics-driven era. His his um in the 50-50 balls, he actually has his winning percentage is like 34 percent, which is a stat, and I, I don't necessarily like stats per se. Just like you can't just look at a person's stats and be like they're good, they're bad. But when it comes to percentages, his his he does have leaping ability. But 34% at the college level and at the Big 12 at that, which is a weak defensive conference, it, it, it just it's something that really stood out to me that I'm not a fan of. Well, also but, part of that is the the quarterback is not exactly throwing on target throws. So even if you're in a 50 50 no. ma- uh, matchup, yeah, if I'm throwing it and it's still off target, you're not getting that ball. Like there there might be things that people you know, especially when we're talking about statistics. You know, there's things that 
especially with things like 50-50 balls, is it a catchable ball? That's why drops are such a hard uh, statistic to actually translate to the NFL. Uh, very different than something like, say, fumbles, which seem to translate very well. But also to to strengthen Kobe's defense of, of rigor, regardless of if 50-50 balls are his strongest point or not, that, that's not what he was drafted for. He was not drafted to contest. 50 balls that's not where his strengths lie and that if there's like i have a load of compliments that i could give that coaching staff if there's one thing they're good at it is coaching their player strength so if you're designing play routes or uh, formations for regular like they're not they're not going to put regular in a position where he's going to have to go for a 50 50 ball mm -hmm. they have they have two other receivers they draft they they have for that jeffrey and ortega white's side should he you know improve Rager's the downfield over the top guy, or even a guy that you can design just to get like get the ball in his hands because he's more of an athlete than he is a, a pure receiver. If you get the ball in his hands, he can do a lot with it. But it's just like I th there's a tendency for that to not translate necessarily that successfully to the NFL, which is why I'm not a fan of it. I'm, I'm not I, just because, like I said, just because of the value they got in there. Definitely. All right, so uh, let's move past the draft, right? We've talked a lot about the draft. We did our reactions. There's a whole bunch of there's a lot of opinions out there about the draft. I want let's talk a little bit about these teams going forward. Like again, like these four teams, some of them still have weaknesses, right? Um, you know, uh, let's go in order about who. Well, first off, who do you guys think are going to win the division? Who do you guys think is going to is going to be the the worst in this division? Uh, Harry, you go first. Who do you think is going to win this division? Who do you think is going to be the number one? One, two, three, four. I'm going to go Cowboys one. I think Eagles are going to be number two and snag a wild card spot. Giants will still be will be number three, but I think they're going to make some you know steps forward and they'll show show actual signs of improvement. And Washington, I just they're the Redskins. I think they're just going to come in last. Kobe, what are your thoughts? I pretty much got that exact thing. I think the Cowboys beat the Eagles for the division by a game or two, but I think the Eagles still sneak into like the sixth seed. Mm -hmm. uh, I do have the Giants probably being a seven and nine, eight and eight type team because I think Saquon's going to carry them and Daniel Jones is going to take a step forward. And the Redskins, I don't think they're going to be as bad as they were this year. I think maybe they win four or five games, but I don't think Dwayne, Han Dwayne Haskins is a long-term option at quarterback. I so I think they're going to fall down back. I mean, have a high pick again next year and maybe take another quarterback. And uh, Shane, what was your what's your thoughts on uh, who's going to be winning and losing out in this division? Is he there? Shane. All right. Well, I, I didn't really get to talk about any of my uh, my least favorite picks. My least favorite pick for the the Washington Redskins was them not taking a tackle early on when they had the opportunity, and then taking Sadiq Charles after they've traded Trent Williams. But like that was just kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, that was maybe my least favorite pick as far as their draft goes. Uh, you know, uh, I think Kobe hit it on uh, the head with uh, taking a you know seventh round quarterback. Probably wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, Giants uh, outside of I think Giants actually probably was one of my favorite drafts. Kind of low key. The only thing is I don't think they hit really on any edge rushing help, which has been one of their major problems on that team. And uh, as far as the Eagles go, honestly, my least favorite pick was. Uh, was I don't even know if I have a lease here. I I liked I think Jalen Hurts. I disagree with the the concept, but I I I agree with the idea. Like I it's it's weird. Like I don't I, I don't know if I really like it because I think that there's but there's ways they can fix the defense the secondary. So I don't know. I don't know. If, I think my biggest problem with theirs is maybe the linebacker they took in the third round. But I don't think I'd agree with that either. I actually don't know what, as far as the Eagles go. By the way, my my one two three four is uh, I actually think the Eagles are going to win the division. I uh, hands down do. I think the the people aren't talking about the big problem with the Dallas Cowboys, which is their defense is not that good, right? They might be able to outthrow yeah. you, but uh, if you don't know, they lost Byron Jones, and yeah, Trevon Diggs is good. He's a you know he's a borderline first round pick. Here's the problem: first round pick corners don't always pop their first year. The the guys who do are the rarity. It's you know you got maybe the Marshawn Lattimore's of the world who nobody was confusing Diggs as a as a Marshawn Lattimore type. 
uh, you know, Trey White, who I loved. I thought Trey White should have went higher in his draft, but and uh, and Jalen Ramsey. So guys like that tend to hit relatively early on. But then there's a lot of defensive backs that when they're taken in the first round, you know, you look at Marlon Humphrey, you look at uh, oh, it was one of the defensive backs that was taken last year. I was, last year was actually aware. Like didn't a lot like of the defense. Greedy, well, he was a second rounder, but the, yeah, Greedy yeah, Williams really line. didn't pop. And Greedy Williams was, yeah, he was, uh, he was, uh, uh, pegged. Oh, it was, uh, Baker, DeAndre Baker was the one that was picked by the Giants. Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. So, uh, again, like, you don't see defensive backs, especially corners, pop their first year. Uh, Chidobia Wuzi is pretty decent, but they're also coming in with a new D coordinator. They don't have Chris Richard, who I think Chris Richard was one of the the things that made their defense a lot better. Their pass rushes are a lot weaker now. They you know they're getting Randy Gregory back. Maybe who knows how good he's going to play? Alden Smith, who knows how well he's going to play? You know, not being in football for five years. So really, you're talking about Tyron Smith and Tank Lawrence, and then a couple of defensive tackles they signed in the offseason with uh, McCoy, Dontari Poe. Those guys I like, they're good de-tackles, de but I don't think they're the ones making the difference on your defense. So uh, their linebacking core is decent, but I don't think that team uh, – I think that team's going to have some warts coming into the year that people aren't paying attention to. Also, Travis Frederick's not there anymore, so you're missing out on your all-pro center. All three guys trying to compete for that center role I don't think are as good as Travis Frederick, and he was a whole different game-changer even when he came back from Guillain Barr. I think a lot of people are overrating the the, the Dallas Cowboys because they had a great draft. Don't get me wrong, love the draft, but you know sometimes you have pieces that are missing. So I think it's go it's going to go Eagles. I I still think uh, Cowboys are going to be second, Cow, uh, uh, Giants third, and I honestly didn't like Washington's draft at all. So outside of Chase Young, clearly I I wasn't the guy going. Well, you know Chase Young, he's going to be like you know a he's going to be out of the league in two years, right? But still, like the rest of their draft was not awe inspiring. Um, I like the Eagles draft. I don't think the Eagles have much as much to worry about. Like they have Dillard, they kind of groomed Dillard into there. They also drafted two offensive linemen, and then uh, defensive backs are kind of like you know okay. They have Darius Slay. They got Nickel Roby Coleman. All you got to do is figure out how to, to solidify the one side of the field, which you know Sidney Jones can take a step forward. You can go after a guy in free agency as a late free agent ad. They have a lot of options. I feel like the Eagles. I'm way more high on the Eagles than I am on any other team in the NFC East. And again, now they got Carson Wentz, all the speed in the world, with uh, Marquise Goodwin, Deshaun Jackson, and Jalen Rager. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the Eagles fan today. Um, Shane, are you there? Oh, Shane, Shane, Shane dropped out. So that's what happened. All right. Here, Shane's coming back in. Uh, as we're waiting for him, yeah, th those are, that was my thoughts on that division. I felt like they were those four teams were. I I, I still feel like the Eagles are the ones that are going to be the best in that because again, they've been they've been to the playoffs multiple years in a row. What's up, Shane? Sorry, my fucking phone died again. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your uh, one, two, three, four as far as the uh, NFC East? Um, I don't know if it's been said already, but Dallas it has. It all depends on Dak. If Dak comes back, uh, I would expect them to win. Mm -hmm. uh, also, too, like they have, there's three teams that all have a brand head coach in that division. So, um, the adjustment, growing pains is going to be a lot. So, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna predict Philadelphia to win again. They won the division last year, and they dealt with. A horrible injury bug but they have new offensive weapons at especially a receiver position with Jalen Rager who we mentioned already Marquise Goodwin um, a, a great two tight end set uh, you, with Goddard and Ertz you have um, what's his fate Deshaun Jackson coming back Alshan Jeffrey coming back if they don't move on from him before the season starts which I wouldn't be surprised by uh, Miles Sanders in his second year. They still have a good offensive line, good defensive positions, good coaching. I would predict them to win. Dallas to finish second. And then Giants and Washington is really a toss-up. I agree with Kobe. I do not think Dwayne Haskins is a long-term option at quarterback. Uh, way too inconsistent. His passing style doesn't really fit the NFL. Uh, he's bad at reading defenses. He also already thinks he's NFL worthy. Like this is this is a kid that actually believes he was 
going to be a top five draft pick and and was upset that he wouldn't go to Case Keenum or Alex Smith to get advice. He'd stay away from him. I just, I don't think he's a good option, but I like Ron Rivera. I like that coaching staff. And with these second year quarterbacks, like it's so hard because it's like sometimes they make a big jump in their second year or they have, you know, the quintessential sophomore slump, like we saw with Baker and, and whom have you, but they have a, um, they have decent receiving options with Tate, with Slayton, uh, Sterling Shepard, guys like that. Um, Evan Ingram is interesting because I he was on the trade block for a little bit there or was speculated to be. So that, that's going to be interesting. And, you know, they're bringing in another branch off of the, the Belichick tree, who which really hasn't yielded that great of results in the NFL. So it's going to be interesting to see how he runs that ship over there. Is he going to be like a Patricia or uh, the guy who's the defensive line coach over in Vegas now? Like, like I know what I'm doing. We come from a winning system. It's my way or the highway. Or is he going to be more like, you know, Peterson, where it's like, let's let's talk about like where he's more delegated rather than tyrannical. So, yeah, I would go Philly, Dallas, and then it's really a toss up between Washington and New York. Uh, but gun to my head, I would take Washington at this juncture just because uh, I think they have better defensive positions, and I trust Ron Rivera more than I do Joe Judge. Awesome. Well, you and me both agree with uh, the Eagles, by the way. I, you know, when your call dropped out, I explained my reasons why I think the Eagles actually should be the ones that are the biggest favorite. And uh, part of, I agree. Uh, most things that you said, I also said. I also threw in the part about the defensive backs. Like, honestly, outside of Darius, like, the only part that they really have a big worry at is maybe linebacker and outside corner. But you can, like, finagle your way around linebacker. And as far as outside corner, you could see Sidney Jones take a step forward, or you could also, you know, see a guy come in through trade or free agency because there's a lot of veteran free agents that are still out there. Tremaine Brock is one of them. Uh, Mo Claiborne, bunch of guys that are out there still. Uh, the only part I think I might have differed with you on Shane is I felt like Washington might be the last one, but I think I, I think you actually might have the better argument there is you have Ron Rivera coming in, and then the defense is a lot better uh, down in down in Washington than say what they have up in New York. And New York's kind of playing from scratch, if you will. So and they didn't really add a lot to it. It's just a bunch of D tackles, and maybe they get Marcus Goldston yet back. So. Uh, that's actually about it for this show, you guys. Uh, we're hitting about the one-hour mark on this. I appreciate you guys coming on. I'm going to go ahead and outro you guys. So, uh, again, uh, thank you, Kobe uh, Rich, for coming on. Uh, thanks, Harry. Uh, and thanks, Shane. If you want, you can follow Harry at Harry Van S. That's H-A-R-R-Y. Van as in that car. And then Ness is in Loch Ness Monster. And you can follow Shane at T-H-E-E underscore Shane underscore M-C-M. And uh, thanks for coming back on. See you guys later. Thank you. Take care. And that's it. You can follow the podcast at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. You can follow me at B-R-O-J-O. Death is in the end of life. Punch that delicious drink. And like, follow, subscribe, and there should be videos around here to go ahead and uh, tune into. Uh, and also leave a comment. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to keep it.